0: This is Danny from Baltimore, Maryland, representing one of the six Wolves fans in Baltimore. You're listening to the DU Football Show. And they're like one coach now, apparently too. <laughs> yeah, that always makes me laugh. Uh, that is a good one. And that was great because that was actually Danny's first time meeting us. Ever being exposed to the show ever yep. was, was that live show at, uh, at Monument. At Monument. Yeah, it was pretty good. We got, so, we somebody said, I'm this. sorry. So
1: I heard today, Bruno Lodge no longer in charge.
0: <laughs> Let's start the
1: show
2: in the land of Bowie, Maryland bred to be a fan of fucking Everton punch you in the eye and drink your rye Sam Houston Sam Houston Arsenal fans have another Sam Ray K.A. the fucking Cooter Graham Stump the lord, looks great in shorts Sam Graham. Sam Graham
0: United! 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 Hello and welcome to the DU Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League, as told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me. The man that's uh, going to risk life and limb to fly Spirit Airlines yeah. in his swim trunks. Yes. Just because daddy needs to get to the beach fucking quicker. Damn straight. Samuel Graham. Sammy, how you doing, buddy? I am excited to get the fuck on that plane. <laughs> 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 Let I me tell you. <laughs> has said no one that's flown Spirit Airlines ever. <laughs> I know.
1: Uh, they they are the, uh, the stuff of desperation. And I've reached that stage.
0: <laughs> this year, I am in mean, desperate need you know, you know, to you get know, out of Dodge. You know what Southwest's new logo, uh, new slogan is, right? What? <laughs> Southwest, we're not spirit. <laughs> we're, not spirit. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're recording at the DU Public House just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and share with a footballing friend. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Mr. Graham, how do the good people get in touch? Well, the Spirit Airlines would like to get in touch with an advertising opportunity, it's dufootballshow at gmail.com.
1: <laughs> I think uh, that answer would be a big, resounding no from them. <laughs> we have a, uh, a very small, actually reasonable uh, nominal fee to uh, speak positively about your company. <laughs> um, and then at Do You Football Show at all the, um, all the social medias to get in touch uh, on there. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.
0: Lovely. If you get a chance, please uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. That yes. helps a ton. A quick review. Uh, there haven't been any in a in a in a few months, so you haven't had a chance. Even if you reviewed us before, review a new show. Can you that see
1: reviews on Spotify?
0: Um, no, you can't. I can't All you can see, see is the stars. It's the stars. Yeah. yeah. Right.
1: <clears throat> Annoying.
0: And it might be that's it. It might just be hit stars because I've. I mean. Obviously, I've rated our show a five star when I've yeah. been on. I mean, because it is God, you know, <laughs> five stars, motherfucker. <laughs> um, there's an old, old show I used to listen to that isn't oh on anymore. It was no. called The Crab oh. Feast. And they would tell people, they'd be like, rate us five stars and then in the comments say fuck the crab feast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the we comments don't care. We don't care what you say, just five stars. Yeah, it,
1: it's the cause those are the two things. The more comments moves you up the line. Doesn't matter what the comments are. Right. Just to have comments, comments. And then the star ratings, obviously. Right. Exactly. Yeah, oh. exactly um, right.
0: I'm I'm all for anyone who wants to do kind of like a creative <laughs> way of slamming us. You know, like, uh, you know, you know, Houston got his humble beginnings, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, sheep hurting and <laughs> like if they yeah. want to write some kind of diatribe, that would be fucking hysterical. And I can guarantee you surefire way. As long as you're not Taylor, because Taylor, I know you'll do this. I want somebody else to do it. Yeah, surefire way to definitely get that review read on the air. That's for damn sure. Absolutely. I Uh,
3: mean, you read Mike Rogers' reviews. Oh yes, (laughs) we did.
1: Also, um, make sure you join the closed Facebook group uh, Drunk United FC. That's where most of the banter happens Mm -hmm. online.
0: Uh, Discord. We have a link. We have a link tree to Mm -hmm. all of our stuff uh, pinned. To Both Instagram and to Facebook and to our Twitter as well. So, yes, easy enough to get in touch. Uh, Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So, as the red blooded Americans we are, we've to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. Mr. Graham, this is a little something we've been waiting a little while for, and I'm uh, excited that we're finally getting to drink it.
1: Yes, it is Whistle Pigs Piggyback Bourbon, six year old bourbon whiskey. Ninety-seven percent corn on this one, two percent rye, one percent barley. Mm. It is a hundred proof, aged for six years, as I said. Um, I think it's a pretty damn good whiskey. It's yeah. it's big sweet, yeah. big sweet. Well, it's, the corn content is massive, yeah.
0: obviously. Wow. Yeah, big big sweet. Not a ton of heat for being a hundred proof. Yeah, not a ton. It's, it's no,
3: I was not expecting it to be that sweet.
0: I think it's quite good. Yeah, yeah, it's
3: you know it's.
0: It's going to be perfect for a bartender, you know, that kind yep. of, if you don't want to use Bullet, because, well, fuck Bullet. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And you wanted something that's a little more elevated, this is going to be a little more elevated. Absolutely. A little bit, you know, for those uh, kind of top shelf drinks, mm-hmm. things like that. So. And you're yeah. looking,
1: you're looking between um uh forty nine ninety nine and fifty four ninety
0: nine. That's not bad at all. Nah. Not bad one bit.
1: Not decent. It's, it, I mean, it really could be a Sunday through Thursday bottle of whiskey
0: um, <clears throat> if you really want it to be. Or uh, Mr. Graham, his uh, Thursday through Sunday uh, drinking a lot of tequila, uh, spicy margaritas and palomas yes. down in uh, Cancun while he's trying to not die on Spirit Airways. Yes, that okay. will all be happening. Okay, well, so what is something you should do every single time, Sam? Make sure you drink responsibly unless you're about to get on a plane and <laughs> fucking go nuts. <laughs> Just
1: kidding. Drink responsibly.
0: <clears throat> Absolutely. Because yeah, okay. you don't want to go getting <laughs> kicked off that plane because we've been seeing a few of those videos Making the uh, rounds here yeah. lately as well. It's, it's dangerous enough on spirit. You don't need to be getting thrown out the side of it either. <laughs> no, not when, and, and that's kind of airline. They'd be like, okay, well, I mean, yeah, you off the plane. No, for reals. We got an airlock. You putting on the parachute and get the fuck out. You get yeah. the fuck out. We're done now. <laughs> the North London and the Manchester derbies did not disappoint. By the way, we've got cheers. My oh, we apologies. We did forget the cheers. Cheers, good sir. All right, Me too. good. There you go. Both derbies did not disappoint. Both had a ton of goals, and both victors find themselves in one and two in the table. Yeah, but there's only one in first, though. Arsenal three, Tottenham one, Manchester City six, Manchester United three. Uh gotta say, Sam, before you get to go all you and fucking jizz everywhere. Um <clears throat> the first half of the North London Derby for an outsider's perspective. Turned out exactly like every other North London derby. Mm-hmm. Your guys, it was a lot of build up and a lot of opportunity, and then you finally get a goal, and it's a gorgeous goal at that. And then you pseudo fuck it off slash. Tottenham takes advantage of an opportunity and ties it up. Yep. I mean, I mean, that is that is textbook what your derbies are. All, the, all time. the time. Yeah, all the time. And then the second half happened.
1: <laughs> well, what I mean, what a game, honestly. It was, it was end-to-end stuff. Both teams had chances. I think Arsenal were in control of the game for most of it. Um, but Tottenham did create themselves some chances. Now, their final pass, their crossing was not up to their normal standard, and that was helpful, obviously. Right. Oh, yeah. But Ramsdale was forced into two or three Fantastic saves, mm-hmm. um, and he did make them, uh, which which proved to be the difference. Obviously, Thomas Partey with the opening goal. I mean, what a you know how many times have we seen him shoot from long range and then end up in row Z, Yeah, you know, with without a doubt, and uh, this time was on target, and and what a shot it was. I mean, you couldn't have held him in the corner <laughs> any better. Hugo Lloris had started moving towards that side, still couldn't get to it.
0: Yeah, it was it's almost like he just kind of did like a little hook pass because it was kind of off the side of the, the, the inside, inside of, of his foot. foot. Yeah, yeah, it, it was, was his instep. Yep. It was just almost like he just went, okay, I'm just going to lay it right up there, and I'm going to put it where he can't get to yeah, it. Yeah, it
1: was like a really firm pass, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly right, and it was fucking gorgeous. I mean, yeah. you couldn't you couldn't beat it. Um, they Arsenal were just at the races. I mean, they were tuned in, and it was a stupid counterattack that we found ourselves kind of a little disjointed um on the left side mm-hmm. uh Tottenham's right side and uh i can't remember who it was that cut in um it was Richarlison Richarlison, yeah, Richarlison, yeah, and Richarlison I, got the penalty it, what a dive i mean it was excellent <laughs> yeah, <he's, laughs> he,
0: he got all leg. <laughs> it was clear from i don't know <laughs> what game you were watching G- Gabriel Jesus got leg he i just definitely... i
1: just know Richarlison's uh reputation from his time at both everton and watford uh
0: his reputation isn't to be a diver his uh reputation is to be an embellisher he gets fouled a lot (laughs) it's not like old jackie boy who just falls over the minute (laughs) you touch his back typically i see you standing up for your boy (laughs) it's all right that man gets hacked that's all right i i was standing up for him when he was an evertonian too i told you i hated how much he over embellished (laughs) Because he did, he over-embellishes like crazy. I know, I know. But he definitely, it, it, it was a foul. It, it, it was a foul, it, it, it was a it penalty. Was, it
1: was a penalty. I mean, they yeah. did get it right. Um, Ramsdale was a little unlucky. Uh, unlucky. Went kind of the right way, but Kane left it more towards the middle. Mm-hmm. Even though it was kind of near to Ramsdale's body, just couldn't get a foot on, uh, on it to save it. Um, and they were tied 1-1, obviously. Uh, then, thank you. Emerson Roya, Uh,
0: I was gonna say. Well, first, somebody's halftime talk worked. Somebody's. Oh yeah, that's
1: true. We did score before Emerson got sent off. (laughs) Um, Well, Hugo Lloris, I I, I mean, he had had a couple of saves himself. How somebody of his quality? It was a bad. It was a bad. Yeah, I mean, he's he's very the last couple seasons. He's very much had some Jens Lehman about him. Good, consistent, good goalkeeper, right? But every now and again in the big games
0: absolute howler <clears throat> like yeah, where did that come from i mean that was a pretty easy it just should have right, been right under his arm mm-hmm. right under his fucking arm he should have had that and one.
4: gabriel
1: jesus reacted first and uh was able to poke home
0: yep so i mean it, make, you know make up for the penalty
1: give exactly good yep. poachers goal put us right back on top just what three minutes after halftime mm-hmm. or so and then uh and then emerson royale did his business um which was absolutely shocking
0: so i will say i will say the following it's a red card right but I've also seen that been given a yellow a lot too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was most, initially I think most mostly to Virgil Van Dyke. Uh, <laughs> I would, I, honestly, I would call that a Darby red. That's that's a Dar that's a Darby red. it's yeah, one of those. I mean, it's one of those in the moment. The you, you you hear the crowd. You're looking at the replay. I because I like like and you can agree. That gets given a yellow a lot too. It does get given a red. It, should, it, be it a red. should be a red because you're
1: you're, you're stamping on the right. on the plant foot. I mean, honestly, if he had gone in any harder, he could have snapped
0: his leg. Oh yeah, no. It's it, and again, uh, this isn't me like trying to goat you or anything like that. I feel it was a red card, and I feel that the red the right call was made. But I also look at a lot of other examples where that exact same foul happens and mm-hmm. does not get a red card. It only gets the yellow card. So it kind of like, like I said, for me, it felt like a Darby red just because it was like, you're in the moment. You're looking at it. The video obviously is going to make sure you see right where those Mm -hmm. spikes are going right into that ankle. And I I think the Darby it a little. The
1: the other piece of this, it wasn't even relatively close to the ball. (laughs) I mean, the ball was well out of Martinelli's feet at that point. It, It just wasn't even close. And that was also his trail leg. So it was like your feet literal feet off yeah. of the ball like yeah. there's
0: no way you can even make an excuse that you were trying to go for because you weren't and and we'll get into it as well with um it, later with another match later on in oh, so that happened don't give the ref that decision mm-hmm. don't give him that decision if you don't want the worst possible outcome don't put yourself in a scenario in which worst possible outcome can happen and that's exactly what happened uh-huh
1: 100 percent, and that uh Absolutely contributed to Arsenal's third.
0: <laughs> oh yeah,
1: they were short at the back. Um, at this point, Arsenal were well and truly on top, and uh, Tottenham made four substitutions, which first of two times that happened this weekend. And yeah. this one looked uh, there were two very different outcomes. This one smacked of desperation, mm-hmm. and uh, and Arsenal took advantage of it. Um, again, Martinelli uh, recovered from that 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 injury, that knock. Uh, dished out by royale and uh cut in from the left hand side uh was kind of running out of room but uh one of the Tottenham defenders, I can't remember who it was now, uh maybe Davies, overran him a little bit. Granite Jocka took the ball actually off of Martinelli's foot. And by the time the two defenders reacted, Granite Jocka was already away onto his favorite mm-hmm. left foot and, and rifled the ball home into the far side. It was it was excellent. And then Arsenal saw the game out well. I think there was one more save Ramsdale had to make and it was
0: a, a you know, job job well done. Well and also for Tottenham, um, while yeah, there was a goal right after the four subs, but the four subs did also what they needed what, what Conte needed it to do. Give up no more goals. Right. That's really what it came down to. Oh yeah, absolutely. Where where and I'm not done talking about this match yet, but when we get to the next match, <clears throat> That no go so well for uh, for United, right? You know, they kept giving them up, which is the problem. It at some point you have to try to shut down the fucking, you know, turn off the faucet, stop the scoring, like especially because those two goals could be the difference between second and third place, or first place, and the and second or Champions League or not Champions Mm -hmm. League in the instance of all of these big six clubs who we're going to be talking about all of them in the first two segments here. Like, those goals mean something. Yep. Those goals mean a fucking lot. 100%. I mean, you know, it, we
1: say it in the relegation scrap all the time. Mm-hmm. Those goals are a point at the end of the season. Absolutely. If you don't remember, what well, uh, Alex Ferguson's Manchester United won the league on goal difference. Is that right?
0: Mm-hmm at one point? over
1: over city right it it's, it was
0: his it was uh, ferguson's final year those final goals year
1: those goals are worth a point basically in the grand scheme of things so the f- city being as free-flowing as they are worries the, you know it's gonna worry the rest of the league for sure
0: right yeah exactly you you need to be aware of uh of goal differential and but if they guys- keep shipping goals like this though three to newcastle three to mm-hmm. you know if, Ar- if arsenal find their boots we might uh i like it yeah now, what does this mean for both sides? First, let's start with Tottenham. Probably relegation.
1: Okay. Um, let's start there. Uh, it, it means the, the whole thing is on fire, and Conte's yeah. standing there with a, bo- a bottle of gasoline. Okay. Yeah. Uh, nothing. It's too early in the season for it to really mean much, other than it continues to grow Arsenal's confidence. I mean, it, it's- I think it does more for us than it hurts them.
0: Yeah, for for Tottenham, um, I was going to say it really doesn't hurt them at all. And we've talked this about was, it a few times. They haven't p- been playing particularly well right, anyway. Right. If you're going to lose, if you're going to lose to your rivals in their building at the early part of the season, okay. There's we'll been that. some
1: draws, but it, I saw some yeah. ridiculous stat that Tottenham hadn't won at the Emirates in, since like 2010 in the Premier wow, League. Wow,
0: wow, that's that's a big stat in the Premier League. Well, I mean, it's but it's it's, it's one of
1: those situations where it's like. But then we consistently go to their place and lose as well, you know.
0: Precisely, yeah,
1: and the, especially so, the last couple of seasons. So they feel like, you know, well, we'll just get them. Let's get, get it back, and it'll be a, you know, it'll be a wash. It'll be a wash, yep. right? No big deal. We'll get them in our. So building. I think, like I said, but it, in the position we are, with as young as our team is, and everything else, I think it does more for us in galvanizing. <laughs> And 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 firming up the commitment to each other and the team spirit, mm-hmm. it does more for us than it does hurt Tottenham.
0: We uh, talked about this last week, and I'll just go ahead and say it again: You're sitting there, and your assistant is holding a clipboard, and that's another big fucking check mark. Yep, that's beat a top six side, mm-hmm. beat a rival at home. Boom, big big. Yep. If you're going down the checklist of this team improving and this team battling for a title, that's a big fucking check. Mm-hmm and this next weekend is another big, big check. fucking check. Yep. Like Hopefully. this is uh, we're catching them at the right time. <clears throat> oh, definitely catching them at the right time. So, I mean, let's let's hope. So, 20 minutes in with um Veron playing center back, it seemed like we're going to keep Erling Haaland in check and we're not going to let De Bruyne beat us. The problem was you had bernardo silva and jack grealish down the other side of the field running buckshot and they're already up one nothing yeah and then veron gets hurt and then three more goals yeah <laughs> like literally in 10 minutes just like oh now it's four nothing <laughs> yeah so the funniest uh, two things
1: that i saw this weekend were uh was harry maguire smiling on the sidelines <laughs> Of this game, because <laughs> um, the attention's finally off of him, I guess, mm-hmm. and it wasn't—he couldn't possibly have affected it because he wasn't playing. Um, and a video that got shared of the Big Show from WWE uh, and We Man in the ring together at the same time, and Wee Man sm- or uh, uh, Big Show smacking the shit out of Wee Man and him doing a couple of like kind of cartwheel-esque flips on the back of the slap. Right, and the caption was. Uh, Erling Haaland versus Martinez. (laughs) (laughs) And I about lost my
0: shit. (laughs) Um, Three hat tricks for three home games in In a a fucking row. In a row. In a
1: row. Three hat tricks, tying Ronaldo's three hat tricks that he has in the Premier League as well. Erling Haaland did it in eight fucking games. Mm
0: -hmm. Eight games. And then Phil Foden also gets a
1: hat-trick. <laughs> yeah, and Phil Foden's, t- that, the near post goal, actually, out of the lot of them, I think was probably the best goal of the bunch. Oh, and two of Foden's assists? To Holland. Holland. Yeah, when and he- Holland got an assist for his, too, yeah. one of his. Yeah. It was brilliant. And, uh, I mean, City were just, we're on it. I mean, to the point where they literally gave up on 75 minutes. The four substitutions was like a training game, right? Like a training situation. They brought right. on all four people at once, and the standard drop. <laughs> I mean, you, Ederson, two or three times, kicked the ball out of bounds from goal kicks. Right. I haven't seen him do that in two years. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they They just literally fucking gave up because they were being too good.
3: I'm giggling. I'm assuming it's Taylor in the chat said, uh, Graham is here for teams that make four substitution at once. And that was 10 minutes ago.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Cause it happened twice and it's never happened before. Like it was awesome. It was like a a friendly, it was great. Uh, And very two different circumstances, as I said, but I mean, United, Anthony Martial getting off the getting off the uh, off the mark with his goals, fine. That that bodes well. Mm-hmm. But, comma but, City at that point had checked out. They didn't yeah. give a shit. And Pep said it in his post match. He said our standards dropped. He said that that this is not what he expects from his team. He wants them to play for the
0: full ninety minutes. That game should have been six to one because there's no stopping that mm-hmm. Anthony goal. No, that, oh, there's not. God, that was it,
1: it'll go as one of the brilliant. great forgotten goals. Yeah.
0: There's no, I mean, honestly, how many
1: yeah. consolation goals that get scored that nobody fucking remembers. Yeah. Um, but they, so him getting off the mark in general, Anthony Martial, is a good thing, right, for United. That that helps them. But, as I said, the manner in the defeat and the the effort that City were putting in at the time of Martial's goals, I don't think the team can really take anything from it.
0: Interesting Martial got the uh, penalty and not Bruno Fernandez when he was on the uh pitch
1: yes. as well. That was and I wonder if a lot of that Bernardo um uh Bruno Fernandez rather looks a very frustrated player.
4: Oh yeah he definitely does.
1: Yelling at teammates, yelling mm. at the referee. He looks petulant yeah. and childish and it's things just aren't going well for him. No, I could see him losing his place in the team, moving Christian Erickson back further up the pitch and bringing in Casemiro to start full oh, yeah. time.
0: Well, and that's how it should work
1: that's out. That's how it should be because Bruno Fernandes has not been playing well. <laughs>
0: Because he's my first round pick in fantasy. Uh, and every year, my first round pick in fantasy decides to fuck it off and end up eventually on the bench. <laughs> Bobby Yang did that a few times for me. Yep. Hell, he got off and shipped off at one point. Uh-huh. And then, you know, now with Bruno Fernandez, just Kadiski. He'll figure out a way to get him to fuck it right off.
1: Well, he already has, really. I mean, what? Has he scored one goal this season so far. Yeah, what two assists, maybe something yep. like that. I mean, yep. he's not Fair, played not, well, not
0: offering anything. Uh-uh. Ronaldo didn't come off. Whoops. Um, I don't think. I think didn't that's, come on. Rather, I think that that's very strategic in that regards because that is exactly because we people don't know this with Ronaldo, but he could be a bit of a hothead. This yeah. is exactly the game Ronaldo would come on and get a straightaway red and see himself with a three game suspension.
1: Well, here's the problem. But he's not playing anyway, really. Right. He's getting the last 12, 15 minutes.
0: But he still a different got maker, signed. He could still be a different No, absolutely. That time.
1: Eric Ten Hag said when he first got signed, right, as manager of Manchester United, he came out and said something to the effect of We're going to treat Ronaldo like everybody else. It's not going to be a problem. Right. Then after this game, in his post match, said, "I didn't bring him on out of respect for his big career." Oh
0: wow! Okay. Didn't want well, him
1: to be a part of the game. Well, then you're not treating Eight him. games in, you've already bowed to Ronaldo's
0: fucking will, right? Like and and, R- Ronaldo. Th- Ronaldo this- also, he could have looked at Ronaldo and said, uh, "Get ready," and Ronaldo'd be like, oh no, I don't know, mate. Cap's a little tight."
3: I seriously forgot that he was still playing.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I would have subbed him on on
1: purpose. <laughs> Go humble yourself. Right. Bitch,
3: be humble.
1: Right. You remember that video? Yes, I I think it was on one. Vine, that one. Yep.
0: Bitch, be humble. Be humble. <laughs> so uh, one thing we have definitely learned is United is still a ways off.
1: Yeah. A ways I, off. I really enjoyed the chat over the last couple of weeks, and that's why I kept my mouth shut all weekend in DUFC with everybody spouting off at the mouth. <laughs> that's no problem. Go ahead. You beat us. Well done. You, you counterattacked us to death. We controlled that entire game. You beat Liverpool. They're misfiring. You are not in a good way. And they're like, oh, no. We're <laughs> marching straight up the table. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Watch them go to
0: Goodison and have problems next Sunday.
1: Yeah. I mean, as soon as the first meme was shared about United having written the ship, uh, uh, rated the ship, Pep Guardiola started writing United on the back of his left hand, which happens to be his pimp hand. <laughs> Okay, in preparation
0: for this game, and then just laid it across. Now, uh, with, with that being said, I did i I was very proud of my uh, my little uh, post that I put up. Just wellness check on all yeah, United on supporters. All the Manx, yeah. need, need everybody to make sure they check in that they're safe from Hurricane City. <laughs> That's and then, pretty good. And then after the fact, just going look when the stupid fucking Gooners start doing their stupid fucking Gooner things because it's what they fucking do, right? Just remember, Manx. This isn't on the rest of the group and this, in, in this Facebook group. This is specifically on you all. Oh, yeah. Because you all have been a fucking unbearable uh-huh. for three, four straight weeks. And you deserve this. This is what you deserve. I gave them
1: uh, nothing over the weekend on purpose. I just let them stew on it.
4: <laughs>
1: and tonight as I'm laying in bed... Just gonna start putting. I'm up. gonna just start putting everything up. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm gonna it's gonna be quick fire. Now, now, all of that being said, Mr. Graham, I'm gonna leave you with one final thought, and I know you're not gonna like to hear this. City's the team to fucking beat, hands down, without well, a doubt. The table doesn't lie, sir. Okay, okay. we yeah. are the team to beat. Still, yeah. And 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 you got real fuck lucky now that you're getting them both games right after the World Cup. Uh-huh. That is fucking well, huge. That, that is fucking monster now
1: that being said i never wish for a player to get injured you know Mm -hmm. that i've I've always said that but without an injury i do think city will beat us for Mm -hmm. sure i think it'll be a lot closer than it has been in years past um but i think they are better than us for sure in terms of just overall quality uh but that being said uh, what i am worried about really is fatigue right so all of our players play for their countries Mm -hmm. all of city's players play for their countries but Norway's not very good, so yeah. Erling Haaland's gonna have a month of rest. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fuck.
0: <laughs> well, you, uh, Martin Hodegarden, too. That was uh, yeah. One.
1: But if Jesus, uh, Brazil's right now the bookie's favorite to win it. Yeah. So it could be going right to the right to the end. The and the he what? takes his hits. He doesn't dive like Richarlison does.
0: <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> Except for Richarlison scores winners for fucking Brazil. Okay. <laughs> it's, hey technically jesus had the second goal in this one okay i'll tell you what i uh i it's, it's gonna be tough but i'm still when it comes to the world cup i'm not fucking rooting for brazil i just can never bring myself to it i'm not either i never no never, i never can um but uh peter drury did uh mention in in all of like while the game was going on he was just like just think about it martin Odegaard. Is playing brilliantly with Arsenal, and Erling Holland is playing just otherworldly with uh, with City. And neither one of them are going to be in a World Cup because their team didn't qualify. Yeah, it's like <clears throat> it's wild. Imagine if we had Holland in a World Cup. Jesus. Oh yeah, it'd be it, awesome. It could be, dare I say, Dixie, Dixie Dean esque. Yeah. Right. The two other big six clubs both got points, but uh, neither was easy, and they may already be slipping away from the title. Liverpool three, Brighton three, Chelsea two, Palace one. Trossard with the hat trick, and honestly, before that game was two to one, it should have been four to fucking nothing. Yeah,
1: absolutely. What's what's good for Brighton is that they obviously haven't missed a beat since Grand Potter left. Yeah, that was the the big worry. The uh the coach they have now, whose name escapes me, um came from Shakhtar Donetsk mm-hmm. and uh obviously the situation in Ukraine um kind of forced him forced him out prematurely because mm-hmm. he did have a pretty good project going there. <clears throat> right. Um and he's he's ended up here. Uh what was <laughs> I heard in his post-match he said something about um it was asked a question about like, what kind of coach are you or whatever he said? I I don't know. Like, I'm (laughs) pretty sure that's, not what you say in an interview yeah I don't like, know. i'm coach yeah man the ceo of brighton comes up Cut all you. right well why should we hire you i'm brave i, mean, I don't know other than that I don't, i'm not sure what to do here
0: maybe get a song out of the voice i don't know yeah right there. That's a, <laughs> dude, <I think. laughs>
1: it's weird um but yeah so they they just they didn't miss a beat i mean tresard has been excellent this season we showed glimpses of it last season and the season before he's a very good player but it's kind of added that killer instinct um, uh, in uh, this one.
0: Brighton's just going. There's another seventy million we're going to make next year. Exactly, yeah, potentially.
1: Yeah, hundred um, percent. But that, I mean, not, it wasn't just the scoreline. Brighton matched Liverpool in just about every statistical category. Mm-hmm. Essentially, Liverpool had maybe what, was
0: six or seven percent more possession than Brighton did, but that was it. That was really the only discrepancy. Yeah, it, it looked like it, at one point there when there was the own goal. Off, off a bad mistake from Sanchez, which was the only mistake he made the entire day. And yep. Hell, one of the only mistakes he's made this season. But you were like, oh, here comes the opportunistic win, like the, the like the game against Newcastle for for uh, Liverpool. Yeah, they're gonna sneak away with this, and they really don't fucking. They almost did.
1: It. it was that shot at the end. Uh, Sanchez dove, <laughs> mm-hmm. got a fingertips to, and turned it onto the post. It was excellent. No, Excellent save that. Um but it took Trasard just seventeen minutes to get his brace. Yep. I mean, it it was ridiculous stuff at the back from Liverpool. Uh
0: Liverpool e- the easy answer is to say Trent Alexander Arnold because he's the I mean, right right wing that you all I mean well. It's also that, kind of the correct answer. Also, also that first that first goal. <laughs> like Tresard just turned him the other way and you just see him slotting it in the back of the net and there's Trent Alexander on his knees. After just being having his ankles literally twisted. But um, it ain't just him. Van Dyke does not look good right now. He's making the the third goal is on Van Dyke. Yep. Not looking good. Their defense looks like shit right now.
1: Yeah, and they also got very lucky with one of their goals. (sighs) Mm -hmm. I mean, Mo Salah, uh, I mean, it looked like a pass, I guess. It looked Mm -hmm. like he meant to do it, but... The cru- Firmino had to make up a boatload of ground to get to mm-hmm. that ball. The ball was not struck very well. Um, he almost got beat to it by a Brighton defender, but he gathered it, got his feet well, and, and slotted home. Yeah, and I mean, and Mo was a hair on
0: sides, like yeah, just a hair it was the other close. way. Was very close, but
1: it looked like a miskick to me. Yeah. It looked like he, I mean, it went where where he wanted it to go, but it, he, there's no way he meant it to be that slow dribbler like that. I mean that. That what we used to call hospital balls. Yeah. If somebody got a buck in
0: their ass and decided to go for that, Firmino's doing a front flip before he hits the ground. You know what I mean? All right. So two questions for you. Uh the first one's not listed, but I want to go ahead and say it. Brighton good enough to make Europe? Mm. I think
1: eventually over the course of the season it's gonna catch up to Catch them? up to them. But they're playing like they are right now. Yeah, they really are. But their problem has never been starting well or ending well. Their problem has been that six-month slide in the middle of the table, Yeah, in the middle uh, middle of the calendar.
0: January.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Basically, boxing day forward until the middle of March. They shit the bed. So let's see if this manager can stop them from doing
0: so. And then the next thing, um, when or if is Liverpool going to get it right? Because they're a fucking mess right now. I'm
1: starting to worry for Klopp's job. I think he'll get to the end of the season, but I am starting to worry about his job a little bit because um, at some point, you know, the pe- people say that, that things just need freshening up, but, you know, whatever. Sometimes people's ideas stop getting through to the players. Some managers' ideas just stop getting through to the players. They're just mm-hmm. tired of it. You know, going through having, up until the last game of the season, having all four trophies in your favor and you winning only the two lesser ones. Yeah. I mean, that's something hard to pick up yeah. yourself up from. That's a yeah. big disappointment. You also have the, the, um, the Sadio Mane leaving. Yeah. He's a massive player for the club, obviously. Yeah. And you see how much they're missing him. Mel, you uh, had yeah. some thoughts. Hey
3: Graham, here's a thought. Theoretically, <laughs> there could be a week coming where Klopp and Gerard are both out of a job within weeks of each other.
1: Yeah. That's true. I don't think Stevie G's... I think he'll slip up before he gets the job at Liverpool.
3: <laughs> oh, I don't think he's going to Liverpool. I'm just talking about both of them, those yeah. good buddies in the unemployment line together. <laughs> uh, I
0: think I think one of the perfect examples that the uh, NBC crew had talked about this weekend is Pep went out and got Holland. He has worked his system to incorporate the, the big striker up top. Klopp has gotten Nunez... And he needs to work Nunez into his system. And hasn't. But he has to work him into his system. Right. How about... Change the system. You take this fucking ungodly talent and you figure out, like... Because the only thing that City is doing a little bit different is they're a little bit more direct to goal with their passing. Mm -hmm. It's not so much beating you from the outside as much anymore or having to connect four passes. They're doing two passes to the space... Let the big fucking Norwegian run to it. <laughs> that Ricky Gervais, get the Norwegian fella. <laughs> um, that meme's pretty funny. Um, so moving on to the next one, uh, Potter. Now finally, first uh, premier match for with Chelsea, uh, but Palace take an early lead and really took it to Chelsea at home.
1: They did. Uh, Edward got the opener after just seven and a half minutes. Um, it was a tidy finish, despite him having a stretch for it. But it was a fantastic cross from uh from Ayu. Uh, It was a great run between two defenders. Neither one of them could catch them. I think uh, Palace should feel hard done here because Tiago Silva should have been
0: sent off. (laughs) Don't disagree. I I do not disagree. I think that was if he did not swat
1: that ball away, Edward was in. Mm hmm. Or as be, a
0: whoever it was, and that should be was it a that's that's denial a straight red. Of, a scre- uh-huh. of a of a clear goal scoring opportunity. That should be a straight red. Eh, you know, again, <laughs> v- v- VAR uh, makes up the excuse it wants to make up. Mm-hmm. It it doesn't. It, it's not. It is not fair. It's not being handled fairly. Uh, the badge means more than the foul, and it just and it's no different than when there was no V A R. Right. Because if there was no V A R. A ref also would have figured out a way to let that one slide. Yeah. But if it was on the other end of the pitch, a red would have been shown. Probably. Just how it works. So here's here's the beauty. Chelsea scene. had a few chances
1: though, also. Oh, yeah. I mean, they weren't out oh, yeah. of the game by any stretch, but they couldn't manage <laughs> to keep a lot of them on target, and Guaida did have himself a pretty decent day.
0: You know, Chelsea Chelsea looked like a team that was figuring out its manager and a manager that's figuring out his yep. team. And that's gonna happen. But the problem is is when you're one of the big clubs vying for champions mm-hmm. league that window is short you gotta figure each other out real fucking quick yep. real fucking quick now um here was the uh kind of heartwarming story connor gallagher comes on standing ovation from uh from everybody at selhurst the, the park palace supporters yeah. supporters and it was it was really beautiful And then he kicked him right in the fucking ding-ding. Yes, he did. Right in the old ding-ding. Obviously. Scores the game winner in extra time. Now he, of course, classy, just no celebration. His His whole team surrounded him and hugged him, so he didn't even have to be seen. But, oh, my God, your player of the year last year. Yeah, I hit very as successful, a sub.
1: very successful loan spell there, obviously. And then everybody's showing their appreciation.
0: Yeah, like like the love fest. Like, it's Connor. We love fucking Connor. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <clears throat> I guarantee you, I guarantee you, I could already give you the play-by-play in Narnia with Brad. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Of course he would fucking do of course he would do that. <laughs> it
1: was a it was a decent strike as well. I mean, it was a very good goal. There was a couple of really good goals this weekend. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything's going to top Miggy's, but uh but every uh, there was a fair few great goals. Yeah. Uh
0: same kind of question that I just asked about Liverpool is Chelsea going to get it together this season? Do we think they're going to figure it out? I mean, I do. I thought
1: I thought it was interesting Koulibaly didn't start. Uh you figure Grant Potter coming in, new new manager to to the club, obviously. Um, everybody kind of has a clean slate, and Chelsea spent a boatload of money on him in the summer. Mm. I'm surprised that he didn't... I mean, maybe there's something going on in training. Maybe there's an attitude issue. I don't know what it is, but he was even starting to be dropped by Thomas Tuchel before he left. Yeah. Koulibaly wasn't starting uh, here, you know, in, in, a, in a lot of games.
0: Oh, that red card didn't help either. No, I mean, it was a
1: dumb move, but at the same token with as much money was spent on him and the reputation he came with, you figure you give him a chance, but uh, they didn't.
0: Final question. We end the segment. If only one of these two teams, Liverpool or Chelsea, gets into Champions League, which one is it? Ooh,
1: I think Liverpool are better equipped to right the ship than Chelsea are.
0: <laughs> right, fair. I, I tend to agree, but I also ask that question because in reality, only one of those two teams are going to be in Champions League. I would tend to agree with that. Running out the rest of the league and oh, so that happened. Fulham, um, Newcastle four, Fulham one, Bournemouth nil, Brentford nil, Everton two, Southampton one, West Ham two, Wolverhampton nil, Leeds nil, Aston Villa nil, Leicester City four, Nottingham Forest nil. A uh, bad bad red early sealed the fate for uh fulham yeah i don't know what got into them <laughs> not very <laughs> fulhamish was it no it was a bad tackle i mean and that just i mean and newcastle's getting healthy at the, the right, right time, time. Yeah. it was it just yeah sorry for your luck fucking fulham <laughs> <laughs> yeah no
1: shit i mean newcastle looks so much more dangerous <laughs> with a tip to the spear that could actually do something yeah. Oh, yeah um full offense to chris wood yeah but with Callum Wilson up there they're and ezak even uh in the first couple of games he played mm-hmm. um they've looked a much more dangerous prospect they seem to have they had a string of draws obviously um prior to uh prior to this win but they came out and just, I mean Joe willick was excellent Miguel Amarone obviously uh had his his two goals <laughs> and then um. Uh, Callum Wilson got the opener. Yep. I mean, it was it was fantastic. and He had a couple other chances that that he took well, um, but the keeper was either equal to it or he just just missed
0: um, some improvement from a Marco Silva side because they did find a way to get at least a goal and stop the bleeding. Like, they yeah. finally, were able to shut it down and not give up six or seven because, again, that's a fucking point. That's an extra fucking point at the end of the year. That goal differential.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It is. <laughs> and it, it uh, there's the thing, right? I mean, if it's, and Mar, you said this about Marco Silva's, about Everton when, when he was there. One bad thing happens and it all kind of seems to fall apart. Plan A is great, right. but there's no plan B. Right. It all just kind of snowballed. Exactly. And it took all of three minutes after the red card for Callum Wilson to give Newcastle the lead.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And the, like, it just kept going. <laughs> now that they did get the consolation goal at the end, um, there's a good run, it was a good cross, it was a good header, but... Mitrovic was largely non-existent in this game, um, where he's been their focal point throughout mm-hmm. the season so far uh, and obviously all of their championship season. Um, so that'll be worrying. Now, of course, it was against his former club, and that can weigh on a player one of two ways, right? Oh, of course. It can be extra motivation or it can be uh, uh, kind of nervous about doing oh, this. These fuckers. Um, yeah. So, uh, but, I mean, when they, when they were... When they're at their on song, the entire team, Newcastle are a different prospect to the Banter club they were, you know, the last four or five years. Uh,
0: This is the kind of game you need to go win Mm -hmm. if you're going to be a top 10 side, if you're going to be challenging for a European spot, which that needs to be the aspiration of this club. Absolutely, 100%. This kind of money is you finish in ninth and finish just outside of Europe, but next year, Europe is is the game plan. Uh Like, that's where you should be. I think that's also
1: going to. I think th- this season he'll be whatever happens happens next season, um, I think, is Eddie Howe's chopping block season,
0: yeah, well, it's
1: finish in the European places or fuck off I, I mean, the, the, but this the very- season, I think, like you said, they're gonna give him they're gonna give him some rain, some some leash.
0: The The comparison is very simple to make to Manchester City in 2010, 11, and 12 as they were starting mm-hmm. to grow as a side as well. It's it's a very easy comparison. It's a very fair comparison. And it, and and honestly, for Newcastle, it's what you kind of want to emulate. Frankly, yeah. it's what you want to emulate. Well, you know what Newcastle should have done if they wanted to follow the city plan was hire Mark Hughes. <laughs> oh, Sparky. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> They could still do it next season. That could happen. <laughs> um, not a ton. I want dis- Pardew
1: to get hired again right as his eight-year payout's ending.
0: So not I a- want them
1: to enter into right. another contract. <laughs> yeah, I heard.
0: Um, <laughs> not a ton to really talk about in uh, Brentford and um, – and uh, Bournemouth, uh, uh, but there were chances for a nil-nil no draw. I thought
1: Bournemouth were unlucky.
0: That's the first thing I have is written it? here. Yeah. What the fuck, VAR, that was a fucking penalty. 100 was a penalty. No, the, 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 that is zero different than the um, penalty that didn't get called for West Ham against Chelsea. See, and he brought, this,
1: this example here is where I think your big six club argument usually falls down. Right. It's just bad refereeing, period. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no. Because there's no fair.
1: reason to favor either one of these clubs. They're both
0: <laughs> roughly the same size. That's it's very fair, but it was they he slid through late. He didn't get the ball. Yep. He tackled the man, and as he tackled the man, he raised his leg to make sure he couldn't get by him. The ref went and looked at it.
1: Yep, and waved it off. It's just bad. It's just bad officiating for a
0: while. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like he looked at it for a few. Like the, the commentators were just like, how, how, how do you knee, look at it that long knee, and not call it a fucking penalty? The bottom knee
1: that was sliding on the ground does make contact with the ball, but only after he hit the player at least three times in, <laughs> in three. So he came in, hit him yep. on the side, raised his foot, hit him there, then hit him with the bottom leg. And then the knee hit the ball away. I did, I did find it's it funny. Like, it's Ivan, not
0: even close. Ivan Tony with a couple of chances mm-hmm. uh but his probably best play was saving it off the line. Yeah, no shit. You know, And uh you know for Bournemouth it's another fucking point like yeah they're they're yeah. they're uglying games up enough
1: that they're they're proving to be difficult to beat and they're kind of trying to make the vitality a uh, a bit of a fortress Stick. even if it is only for a draw. Stay
0: out of the drop zone as long as mm-hmm. fucking possible. Yep the The more you, the longer you stay out of it, the better chance you're not ever going to go in.
1: One hundred percent. And if they so keep just, picking up points, I mean, we're going to talk about them. And I mean, Forest don't look like they got a <laughs> fucking idea what they're doing. Yeah, you know which what I mean. We're going to get yeah, right. There's there's other teams that could, and it could be a situation where you're hoping that you're not as bad as the other three. Yeah, and, and that's that may be your ticket
0: to staying in the league this season. And if you do, that's something to build from. And for bournemouth i think they can look down and go okay i would have said before today there's three teams worse than us but after how lester looked today i would look down and go well at least there's two teams worse than us because they could easily go i think forest and wolves are are worse than us Mm -hmm. we can so you just got to find one more that's all you got to do if you're the cherries find one more fucking team Ugly it up just enough, just mm-hmm. enough to stick around. That's all you got to fucking do. Yep. And right now they're, they're doing it. I, I don't have faith that they will continue to do it, but they're doing it right now. That's, that's all you yeah, can ask. For. 100%. Toffees win coming back from an international break. That never fucking happens. Toffees win on the road. That never fucking happens. Toffees win at St. Mary's Park. That never fucking happens. <laughs> okay. Sam Graham, I give you the number one defense in the EPL, the least goals against your Everton fucking toffees. You sure about that? Number one. I'm going to have to look that is this up.
3: It's just one of those 50% of the time it works yeah. 100% of the time deals.
1: <laughs> I'm going to have to look this up. Number
3: 1 defense. I
1: don't believe it. This is <laughs> I think this is bullshit.
0: I, okay, you know what? Then if I, if 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 I've fucked it off, then Ryan Williams has fucked it off on the ATP and uh and the boys uh at the um Everton aren't we pod fucked it off too.
1: Oh man.
3: It's true?
0: The Premier League app
1: doesn't it only shows goal difference, it doesn't show them. Both Our goal out. difference is
3: zero,
0: Pickford. But seven, seven goals against. Now, now all of that being said, just it's just seven against that's farcical because we've withstood a lot of pressure. Pickford's been playing fucking fantastic. Yeah. So like you look at, you go the best defense. Eh. <laughs> like, yeah. They haven't given up as many goals, but they probably should have given up more than they have yeah. already. No shit. The other interesting thing. Chances created in the league. Number one. We all know who number one is. City. No, player. What player? Oh, oh, oh. Chances created? De Bruyne. Yeah, yeah. gold chances created. Uh-huh. Number two, Alex fucking Awobi. You're welcome. Again. <laughs> now he takes credit for him. He shits on him whatever he fucks off.
1: The <laughs> Pro man's, Arsenal agenda. The, the He's man's, finally paying back some of that $40 million
0: you spent on him for 28, no reason. you fucker. <laughs> 40 they, was reported. <clears throat> The um the well the key thing with him now, uh, he's dare I say first name on the fucking team sheet. Mm-hmm. He's he's become that important and uh, again broken record fucking drissa Gana fixes all of it. Yep. He, the the fact that you have someone there he fixes all of it. Oh and hey by the way Wolves Connor Cody can't play in a four.
1: He's been playing in a four and scored this weekend. <laughs> he's been playing in a fucking four. Right. Um. Love his sister getting involved on Twitter. Yeah, it was funny. After Bruno Lage no longer in charge.
0: Yeah, no longer in charge. <laughs> <clears throat> what a what a what a funny weekend. Um but anywho. I
1: yeah, think she said the weekend that keeps on giving. Yes. That There's was a, a it. picture of her brother celebrating the goal, and then Bruno Lage standing there with his giant clown shoes.
0: Um some interesting decisions from Hasselhoodle with um with uh the defense. I would have probably has started Salazo. I don't know why he didn't. Um but the one thing that Southampton has going for it, if they decide to start a bunch of kids, got a decent little bench.
1: Yeah, and absolutely. But what what I'd be worried about was if I was Southampton, because of the position they find themselves in uh, and the way the league is at the moment, is with that young squad that they have, um, they f- really I thought they played very well in this game. Yeah, does this kind of game hurt? Them? They fell apart in, in a
0: total of five minutes. Yeah, and yeah. the
1: only thing I can gather from that was at least it wasn't nine minutes
0: yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> heard <laughs> come on we're not capable of <laughs> scoring nine <laughs> but the, so I don't we're, we're you know what we're capable of scoring seven all season because our goal differential is <laughs> zero <laughs> uh
1: but I, th- I thought you all played well also um I think you know Frank's trying to uh, starting to turn a corner I think things are, are starting to level out that a yeah. lot of that has to do with with uh, Adresa gay the other thing is uh onana what's my yep. name? Yep. He was
0: excellent again. Yeah. Uh provided an assist in this one. He he was fantastic. Oh, they they now went from before the season started is who the fuck's going to play midfield to holy shit, they got themselves a good midfield. Like, oh yeah. Decore's the sub. Yeah. They sold they sold Alon. Uh sold him to a team in the United Arab Emirates uh uh last week. <laughs> Just go fucking retire already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. Oh, but they've they've definitely they've got How do they transfer outside the window? Because it's the UAE and they can just... Or is it uh, their uh, window? Yeah, it's their window. Uh, maybe. Whenever. Okay. That's how, we, how they got rid of uh, James Rodriguez as well. we'll that's how that they day. got rid of Deli Ali to Turkey too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Longer window. Um, <clears throat> Irons are finally out of the drop. That's huge. And it's because Moyes finally changes fucking lineup. Oh, that's what I was going to say, damn it, uh-huh. about your boys. As a quote
1: from your former manager when uh-huh. speaking about West Ham making the Europa League... Is it uh, David Moyes uh, said it just can't get any better than this. It, <laughs> it just can't. One, it's not true. There's another competition you could have qualified right. for, right? Well, two, two but actually. Just the yeah, just the He's way in the, it, the way in which you described uh everything that happened with this game it just made me think of him saying that and this it put it coming out of your mouth. Okay, just it just can't get, can't any-, get any better than this.
4: It just can't.
1: Fourteenth
0: or eleventh or whatever you are. It
1: just can't.
0: hey I'm I'm looking for comfortable mid table. Yeah. I am Keith Kern man. Solidly mid table. That Fly is what I'm looking for. 11th. Yeah. Irons finally finally out of the drop. Get a second win. The- First
1: goal for Skamaka. Mm-hmm. Hell of a goal, too. Yeah, it was a decent goal. Good strike. Uh, Celebrations could use some work from him. That was pretty bland for a very tattooed Italian. I want to see something a little bit more special. A little more style. Yeah, please. What are you doing? Um, Wolves actually did control the ball for large parts of the game, though. Uh, And that, I think, would worry West Ham. They have the players to do it. Because West Ham aren't really a counterattacking team. Mm -hmm. West Ham are weird. Because they do have a couple of pacey players. They tend to try to control the ball as much as they can. But Wolves wolves had the ball. Wolves did everything they could, but there's no tip to the spear. Yeah. There's no front man. And they bought Diego. Well, just got him in on a free after he hadn't played for 18 months mm-hmm. and then only gave him 30 minutes. And he actually looked decent. Um, The goal, unlucky, uh, it was ruled offside. I think could have changed a few things. And Jared Bowen did very well to win that game for, for West Ham, to seal that game for West Ham, rather. um, But. I, I don't I don't know what somebody's gonna do to Wolves to fix it, as I don't think a 36 year old Diego Costa, 37 year old Diego Costa, whatever he is now, is the answer to their striker issue.
0: I, I wonder. Here's what I wonder, and, and it's and it's weird because Bruno Lage was was more of an offensive minded coach. That is, it's almost kind of like what um, Rafa did to Everton last year. He's almost crippled him to the point it's like. Well, I mean, they've had their legs bashed in with a hammer. How do we expect them to ever fucking walk again? Like, it just doesn't feel right. It feels like even if they bring who they bring in, I just I don't have confidence that those guys are going to fuck. it's going to click. And the sad part is there's a fuck ton of talent on that team. Uh, the I think that's, part of the problem is, is that is, is a team that is. Shoot or dare I say, one of those too good to go down kind of teams. They but they spent a
1: hundred million in the summer on basically attacking players. One of the guys they bought the summer prior they loaned out <laughs> to uh, yeah. uh, gank or somebody in Belgium. Yep. And the the players that are there were that are still there are mainly Nuno's players. Mm-hmm. They spent a boatload of that hundred million though on a striker that did get hurt in preseason and has not featured yet. Fine.
0: Right. But Well no, he got hurt in thirty seconds of play. Whatever whatever. Yeah. Essentially preseason then. Yeah. But the my my point is is
1: most of those players that are consistently playing are Nuno type players and that was a much more defensive slash counterattacking style than Bruno Lodge wanted to play, but he's used the same players. Has not adapted his system and asked them to play a totally different way than what they've been doing for three, four years that have made them so successful.
0: Here's a dumb thought: Do you bring back fucking um, Nuno? No.
1: Nah, I think his stock is gone. I think they feel betrayed. I I think a lot of there's. I think there's bad blood there.
0: Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, mm. yes.
1: I'm sorry. You know who's been linked with it? Mm. Julian Lopetegui. The Spain coach that got fired two days before the World Cup, him, in 2018, yeah, yeah, that'll that'll go swimmingly well. Can't wait. I love the fact that they've loaded the team with Portuguese players, and now they're bringing in somebody
0: in that speaks Spanish. <laughs> yeah, that'll go over real. It's well. gonna be great.
3: That's hysterical.
0: Yeah. Um. You know what? Feisty game out of uh, out of both Leeds and Villa. It
1: just oh, were you talking about that random UFC match in the middle of the fucking <laughs> yeah. Premier League game week?
3: You- <laughs> it was a little pushy shoving. A little pushy shoving. A- my, my favorite move, my favorite move was, I don't know, some Leeds fucker had gotten the ball and they were making, a, they were making like, they had, some, they had some momentum and gotten through everybody. And then Tyra Mings, shove. Yeah. And then just grins at the referee and he starts shit-talking. And I looked at Nicole and I was like, look, he's back to his hijinks. <laughs> no better way to kill a momentum
0: than shove. Um, what a stupid fucking second yellow card. What an idiot. You're on a yellow. Yeah. Don't give the ref the decision. This Listen, is what I talked about earlier, do not give him a decision to make. Listen, that is the I'm, dumbest fucking thing.
1: I am not here. Right for bullying. <laughs> I'm not here for hazing. I, I really don't have a lot of time for a lot of those things. If I was on that team. I'd have duct taped him to a bench. I'd have put a bar of soap in a fucking
2: pillowcase. I'd gone out and him, had beat the shit out of him. Gone
0: private
3: pile. Come on here, his pile. Ass. <laughs> I mean, nothing. Are you dumb as shit, private pile? Not that <laughs> well, it helped him much. We still
2: couldn't score. And then the
0: commentator, <laughs> but then the commentators, <laughs> the commentators then too said with um with it was like, well, I mean, that could have just used a talking to. <laughs> no, it's a second fucking yellow when you're off. Well, like now, that's that's that is a. Like, now like, don't fucking do well here's, that.
1: <laughs> here's, so here's the caveat, though. Here's the asterisk I would say.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Do you remember at Soccer Dome? This is at, at our level, right? Yeah. Where to stop the gamesmanship, they had to announce, we are giving a yellow card straight away if you infringe on a free kick from within the five steps or whatever. Yep. In this case, obviously, in the Premier League, 10 yards. Right. Prior to that, though, you had to ask for your right. your distance. Right. The uh, the Villa players did not ask for any distance. They just tried to play quickly. Right. Now, he did have a chance. He should have been able to move properly, but what player runs back to exactly 10 yards and stands?
0: He also did the frog leg.
1: I know. Strike. I know. But I'm saying my caveat to with the talking to side, just devil's advocate because mm. it is a yellow card supposed to be a yellow card, at least. It's not always given. But the caveat, I would say, is the the, the villains did not ask for their space. Um. So I can understand the argument of that could have done with a talking to. It was also the first attempted time-wasting of the game, mm-hmm. period. You always give a talking to first for that goalkeeper holds on too long takes ages over a goal kick they always get spoken to first before a yellow card
0: and i still say don't
1: give the ref i'm that. just saying don't you're giving the, ref- the no you're giving the ref a decision to make and a yellow card is the right Decision. Yeah, I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm saying I'm just playing devil's advocate for the announcers yeah, that are enough. that are saying. Fair enough. So I do understand that that part of the argument, but it's so fucking stupid. I'd have beat the shit out. Mm. I would have Roy Keane fucking taken my boots off and slapped him across the face with my studs <laughs> if he got sent off for that dumbass shit, and I was on that
0: team. Um. Yeah. A uh, good good little match for Meslier. Um. ollie Watkins shit. is in a hard way on trying to score, man. <laughs> Hard way. Good last 70
1: minutes for Meslier. Yeah. The yeah. first 20 were atrocious. Yeah. Misjudging the flight of balls. Things were dropping in the box. It should have never been. He mm-hmm. shouldn't even have gone for. And that was what I was going to say to Mel is, is if you all didn't score in that first 20 minutes, it was always going to be nil-nil. Yeah. I got that feeling. As soon as he made that that first really good save, it was like, sh- he switched back on. Yeah, Villa's is going to find it difficult yeah, now. Yeah. and uh, Did you see Batman made an appearance? Yes, I did.
3: <laughs> oh, I did. Luke Ayling with his broken with nose that? face I shield know. thing. Oh, was that what it yeah, is? I know.
1: It was all blacked out. Yeah, yep. it looks like Batman. I'm Batman.
3: <laughs> so the bartender at uh, the Queen Vic in D.C., mm-hmm. you know, the Villa Bar. Nobody else's. Yeah, nobody else's. Nobody else's. Else yeah. Uh, she's, you know, she watches it because she works there. Um, her f- best quote, I'm starting to think some of these soccer players were theater kids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah, I mean, it's no different than taking a. Honestly, it's no different than taking a, a, a charge in basketball. All Most right. of that's fake, right? You know what I'm saying? You you sell it. You try to sell the referee on it. I it's gamesmanship. I yeah. get that. And now to the final match. It's just the rolling all the way to KFC like Neymar did <laughs> in the last World Cup. That's fucking ridiculous, right? Like that kind of shit.
0: Finally, for Rogers. Finally for the foxes
1: i think rogers wanted to get sacked and couldn't and then his players responded
0: finally a (laughs) fucking performance um i mean james madison wants to go to qatar doesn't he yeah he does (laughs) um the talking about a game of inches because awoney if that ball doesn't hit the pipe and goes in and it's one nothing fucking um forest yeah that's a completely different match it could be yeah for sure but Leicester, they get that goal, and then 10 minutes later, it's three fucking nothing. But, the, <coughs> excuse me, that
1: was weird. There is nothing in that Forest performance that suggests to me that they are going to stay up the season.
0: No, I don't think they're
1: going
0: to get it right.
1: I mean, the, the <clears throat> this is probably my highlight of the weekend. Despite the great goals, despite the Miguel Amarón volley, You know, despite all that stuff, the red cards, which were imbecilic. I may have just made up a word.
0: That's fine. Good. Keep it going.
1: The way in which Dean Henderson had that temper tantrum after the second goal just made me smile. (laughs) It was a fantastic Harvey Barnes goal. Cutting in from the left after receiving the ball back from Jamie Vardy, who was as casual as could be, Mm -hmm. uh, and both chasing the ball down and passing it to Harvey Barnes. Him doing Nico Williams so easily and then just lacing it to the far corner was the stuff of dreams. And Dean Henderson, full (laughs) stretch, couldn't get there, and he fucking frog-flopped like proper worm to get himself Mm. off the ground and just starts... Punching and hammering the floor. <laughs> it's like first you need your hands. Okay, <laughs> yeah. don't punch the ground if you're a goalkeeper. This you, is like when Aaron you're, Ramsdale you're celebrated the only spot and, on the side right yeah. now.
0: Don't get hurt. <laughs> this is
1: like when Aaron Ramsdale celebrated by punching the post. We're like, what the fuck are you doing? Don't you break, break your hand. finger, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Dean Henderson just like jumps up, starts punching the ground. You can see him screaming the whole way. He's doing it. Too. It is fucking hysterical I, how
0: the fuck do you let them walk in that fucking easy it was
1: so simple it was so simple <laughs> i mean the strike was was excellent he had yeah. a, a fair amount to do uh with with the shot itself but getting but there getting was to that too easy getting to that point was nothing way too easy my goodness and uh, that's
0: that's his problem i feel his pain that's what happens when you sign 20 people in the off season. Yeah. The, the the commentators very jokingly said it'll probably be a completely different lineup next week mm-hmm. against Villa. Exactly. And they're not wrong. They're not wrong at all. And did you see Steve Cooper's face when it happened? Yeah. He just went
1: down, held his knees, and just stared at the ground like, what the fuck? Like, this is not what we train. They, so, Palace was losing those games early in the season, mm-hmm. right? And and maybe towards the tail end, of last, right when Patrick Vieira took over, actually— They were losing a fair amount of games. You could see what they were training on because obvious shortcomings in Roy Hodgson's setup, Patrick Vieira, like they were trying... And they you were get getting better fixed. at
0: those things, yeah. right? Yeah, they were at the doing beginning better of last season. You at- saw them lose games, and you are mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, but this was better than the week before, right? That was better than the week before that, And right. It's getting like you could see it. You don't see that at all with four at all. I have no idea what they're training. It, it honestly, it just looks like they're going in and watching Harry Potter movies. So uh, a few few thoughts here. Um, uh, I Danny Ward tried to fuck off getting a shutout. Multiple times. I know. He, tri- I'm he telling tried. telling his best. This to, uh, is fuck off. He and better shutout. fucking revel in this. This will be the only clean sheet he gets the entire season. And you know what? He wasn't. He wasn't the uh, worst Leicester goalkeeper this weekend. Uh, I'm not sure if you saw our, our boy Brody put up a, a tweet about it. The Everton ladies beat the uh, Lady Foxes in the 90 plus minute. Uh-huh. Uh Unfortunately, the goalkeeper for the Foxes. Uh, we like to call it in the business pulling a ward. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Went out for the ball, kind of hit her like right on both of the hands, like on no, the pumps, both of the hands and and redirected itself back towards the goal because it was going to go wide. Nice. <laughs> Love seeing that. Was that's brilliant. Not, not good at all. Yeah. Um, yeah that's uh, I, Ward really did want to fuck off the shutout.
1: He's terrible. He's the worst goalkeeper this league's ever seen.
0: Sure
2: money.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Sure Money. This is where we give you our bets of the week to better inform you on your bets of the week and make sure that you win some motherfucking money. Mm-hmm. If you can't sense the sarcasm in that intro, that is your problem, not ours. We are not responsible for your bad choices. I'm yeah. down seven hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sammy, how are you you doing? (laughs) Well, um, Nunez did not play, which means Nunez could not score, which means it's a push. I'm now one in six. I should have two other bets, right? But I have two pushes, so I like to consider those draws. So I'm, a, I'm a <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Leaving even is the new up. One, five, <laughs> one <laughs> two, and five. Maybe
1: we can get Netflix to <laughs> pick that up. What do you think? Even <laughs> is the new up instead of orange is the new black. So, and it's just me, Pat, and Sam all tired and shit with like luggage bags under our <laughs> eyes
0: at the sports book <laughs> at 6 a.m. So, with our third cup of coffee. I am still down just a mere $249.
2: Bitch! Sam's Lock of the Week.
0: For the third week in a row, Mr. Graham, I tell you that sixteen point six 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 seven percent of the time. Worse, 100% of the time. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> stupid. And then occasionally you get a few pushes, which is nice as well. Um, I'm going to take a two-game parlay with uh, a couple of favorites. Uh,
1: is that even a parlay, though?
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm going to take City to beat Southampton and Tottenham to beat Brighton at plus 181. I just want to kind of keep digging out of the hole while I watch you go in the other direction. That's I'm going to do the same thing
1: we do every year. take your 10-game parlay. I'm going to hit a five or six-game parlay around March, win, and then do sensible shit until the end of the season.
0: Uh, Except for for the two times uh, so far that you've lost to me. Yeah, it happens. And now. It's time for our degenerate gambling friend, Pat's Pick of A Week. Hey, buddy.
4: Hey, how's it going? Oh, not bad. How are you? I uh, can't complain. Good. Hey, Rainy Kurt, weekend.
0: Kurt, Kurt, Kurt Cousins did perfectly fine in primetime. They got the win.
4: <laughs> I mean, but did he? No, no, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he came in overtime. You know what I mean? <laughs> they still covered the two and a half. It was up to uh, four by game time. So you know, if you, yeah. If you put a late bet in, then on New Orleans with plus four, you would have won. But yeah, no, I'm happy about that Green Bay game last night or uh, yesterday. That was that was the the game of the weekend for me. Pat, wrong football again, bud. I know. I'm sorry. Okay, let's get on track here. All right. So I'm down four hundred, and uh, so this week I'm going to do just the same as. Uh, Sam's doing is two game parlay and we're actually sharing the game too. I'm going to take Tottenham as well at uh, plus 150 and Manchester United over Everton at minus 108, which will pay off at uh, 380. So.
0: You, you, you didn't learn from last week betting against Everton.
4: <laughs> well, you know, I still like that bet. I was on the right side of that bet. You know, what was to happen was, is Everton would have lost that game and then uh Manchester United would have like draw you know had a draw or something against uh Man City so whatever it is what it's just the way this year is going anyways heard heard for everything everything that i bet on so it you happens. know it'll turn around christmas is around the corner right
1: yeah, and hopefully your kids have something under the tree.
4: <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's hope so. <laughs> um,
1: has anything else been going on, dude? Everything okay? I feel like I didn't give you yeah. the respect you deserved last week, so I'll give you a little extra time.
4: Yeah, it's, it's all good. I was actually recovering from COVID <laughs> last week, too, so I was still a little bit, still got a cough from it, too, about two weeks now. Damn. But, uh, yeah, everything else going good. Can't complain. All right, good. You know, look. Looking forward to, I don't know, fall, (laughs) October.
0: fear we don't yeah. you don't let them riff don't let them riff. <laughs> Skip, stick to the script man stick to, to the script what it's what works well it's man. not even the weather it's it, now it's, it's, it's the season Sam, looking forward to look look i know it's your segment fall. i know it's i know it's <laughs> your segment now but i'm just telling you tried and true system let the boys stick to yeah, the yeah i know man. last week i was like hey thanks
1: great see you bye because <laughs> you were rushing bye. me yeah like, that was better make sure he's, he feels included that's all
4: no that, that was better last week
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, then
1: see you, fucker. Uh, <laughs> thanks, dude. We appreciate it as always. All
4: right, take it easy. All right.
1: <laughs> Bye. All right. I was stung by the bees again, which is what my Dort Spyrect cup of loser says. And I wrote it in orange colored pencil so you can't really see it. Brilliant. Now I'm down 700 bucks, as I said before. Mm-hmm. This week is City over Southampton. Pretty much guaranteed Uh, a draw between Leicester and Bournemouth, I think, simply to make this game interesting. Okay. Okay. All right. Bournemouth have been resolute at the back uh, in the last few weeks since basically since Scotty Parker got fired and I Leicester haven't had problems scoring goals, but I think they might against Bournemouth. I don't know why. I just got a feeling. Um, I also wrote this prior to today's game, which sucks Uh, and then Brighton to beat Tottenham. Okay. Because Tottenham aren't playing very well. That's and, my hot take. And I
0: picked, I picked Tottenham to mm-hmm. win.
1: Very good. All yep. right. So of course it'll come down to that, and I'll get like a ninety-second Harry Kane winner, and I'll be fucking annoyed. Uh, <laughs> but do. that is supposed to net me plus one thousand and forty-one dollars.
0: Fabulous. Very good. Yep. Very good. Well, um, the thing we have to realize is, do not improvise ever with uh, <laughs> with, with Pat. But you know what? You can't improvise with a fucking chicken. <laughs>
3: well kitty hit with city's massive Derby win and sits at four and three so this time i gave kitty newcastle hosting brentford now kitty showed me her new book did you guys know she published a book published wow very accomplished uh it's called working it out how to handle conflict within the workplace oh now she read an expert well she Brocked an expert where uh she worked with Lee Bauer an, ex- an excerpt that's what I said you said an expert she is an expert <laughs> okay she is very an, good. Expert. an expert her Brocked an expert excerpt from her latest book.
0: Again, stick to the script, don't uh, that's, that's not I was gonna say,
1: wait, time out from this whole thing. You uh-huh. said we can always improvise with a chick, Is literally, <laughs> <laughs> literally the only
0: part of the show that's scripted. Literally the only part of the show that's scripted. I said the chicken, not the reader.
3: <laughs> so she worked with Lee Bauer and Kieran Dreyer to iron out the bad feelings from their double red card ejection against Villa back in 2005.
0: Lee Bowyer that, and Kieran Dyer. That 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 joke was written for one person, one person only, and it fucking landed. You're welcome, Mr. Graham. <laughs> oh,
3: I love it. I'll see if she can come in here next week and work with you two. Now, seeing how she worked things out with uh, those guys, whose names I won't repeat, because you already know who they are, clearly, clearly, she is seeing Newcastle, working it out this weekend over Brentford.
0: Working it out. Settling uh, Disputes in the Workplace. Available now on Amazon and wherever (laughs) you get your fine books.
3: Did you read the uh, Ford in the book?
0: No. What did it say?
3: Oh, it was really good. It said, always remember to gamble legally and responsibly. Championship (laughs) Corner! I've fallen (sighs) and I can't get up. Oh, no!
0: That was a stellar assist by me, by the way. That was, <laughs> that was, was not bad. When, when she needs to hit it off the post, that was me just leading that. Per- <laughs> that was that was Vardy casually running down the sidelines and passing it to parts.
1: Yeah, no shit. All right, so the uh, the championship roared back on Friday with a Luton 2-0 one over Hull. Uh, away from home, actually. Ooh. Blackburn 2-1 over Millwall. Norwich City grabbing a win <laughs> 1-0 over Blackpool. QPR still doing well 2-1 over Bristol City. Burnley uh, stuttering a little bit, 1-1 against Cardiff. Uh, Coventry 1-0 over Borough, kind of righting some of the wrongs prior to the international break. Reading 3-1 over Huddersfield. Wigan getting a rare win here, 2-0 over Rotherham. Uh, Birmingham City and Sheffield United were 1-1. Sunderland and Preston 0-0, I'm sure that was an impressive game. Uh, Steve Bruce lost uh, by the... the, uh, the nice crispy outer of a sausage roll. 3-2 to two to Swansea. <laughs> and then uh, on Sunday, Watford took it to Stoke 4-0. I guess they can do it on a rainy Sunday in Stoke. That leaves your table looking like Sheffield United on top. 24 points from 11 games. Everyone actually is on 11 games except for Wigan and Rotherham. And then Coventry's only got 8. Huddersfield's only got 10. So everybody else is on 11 sheffield united with 24 points at first norwich in second with 23 uh points reading in third 21 burnley falling to fourth uh on 18 points qpr actually level with points uh uh, with burnley behind just three goals on goal differential 18 points as well blackburn rovers in sixth place rounding out the playoff spots uh with an 18 pointer as well uh minus one goal differential there um and then your outside chances you got Watford, Sunderland, Luton, Wigan, and Swansea, uh all within three points of those playoff spots.
0: Excellent. Very, very good. Well yeah. that's uh gonna wrap it up, boys and girls. Sammy, any parting words? Yeah, there's a few. <clears throat> okay.
1: There was a report released today. Keep it at home first, mm-hmm. I think. There was a report uh, released today, the Hayes Report or Haynes Report, Mm -hmm. um, that showed systemic widespread abuse throughout the WSL and women's soccer in pretty much every level of the game.
2: Oh. Uh,
1: U.S. soccer is now requiring background checks for every uh, person that works, men's or women's, uh, for the U.S. Soccer Federation, um, which is surprising that was not in place to begin with uh, since a lot of them are working with young people. You would think a background check would be it's I, standard operating procedure. I, really,
0: we,
1: we sell booze for a living. We, we have background checks. Yeah. Have a background check. I yeah. work with kids. But you got it. <sighs> um, so that's sad to see and hear. Um, and disgusting. Really, uh, it's a three hundred some odd page report. I think. Ugh. Um. I read the first maybe six paragraphs and pretty fucking disgusted.
0: Oh, and yeah, uh, it's about uh, all I really want to read.
1: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's it's bad. Um,
0: kind kind of shit, kind of shit that as a father makes you want to fucking yeah, especially two girls. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know? And why I coach my kids' teams, you know, that's mm-hmm. why I'm involved.
3: I I turned my video back on so everybody could see my surprise face.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunate. It's just. Mm-hmm. Don't be a cunt. It's not it's that hard. Not hard at all.
1: It, D, it's D just. Back.
0: It's a very simple motto. It's mm-hmm.
1: disgusting. Uh, and then the other one is, I believe, it was in either Malaysia or the Philippines, Indonesia. Indonesia, thank you. And it was over that that uh, side of the world. Uh, there was a riot in a stadium, and at least 174 people are dead. Fuck. Mm-hmm.
3: That number keeps getting bigger and yeah, bigger. It
1: does. It's bad news. I'm not exactly sure what set the riot off, but don't riot. If you can in an enclosed space with also, no nowhere to go, also apparently and most the, of those deaths were tramplings, Yeah, uh, yeah. from what I've read, so uh, they were just literally stepping on the people in the crowd with them.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, uh, the police decided that a good way to uh, subdue all this would be throw tear gas in because yeah, that'll, that'll that solve.
1: makes the situation that a lot better. Solves problems. That calms situations down. Yeah,
0: because when you can't see and you're choking and you're coughing, what you're going to do is peacefully sit down and stop. Yeah, no, you're gonna you know, fucking run and try to get away.
1: So, you know what works? Tear gas is for. You know that works for mm. a situation involving three people or less.
0: Yes, yes, very simple. <laughs> because
1: all it does, especially in a mob that's already a mob, mm-hmm. is escalate things exponentially. Because nobody can see, hear, or breathe, so they just run in whatever direction they see fit, and it just makes it ten times worse. <laughs> Dude. I mean, even I, I'm not
0: for the use of them. Even a water cannon is a better situation than a tear beam, gas a in that gun, sort of a environment. A beanbag gun, you get you get the shields. You line up a wall, and you 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 saw it. Unfortunately, we saw it all throughout the pandemic when there was riots in cities over George Floyd. It was the police would make a wall and just walk them back. I mean, that wasn't everything they did, but yes, walk them back. Like, but there's there's certain things. There's ways to subdue Mm -hmm. a crowd. Yeah, there's
1: Mm -hmm. also ways to just release that tension.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Don't engage. They did that in Baltimore. Yeah, don't engage. Mm -hmm. Damage would have been ten times worse had they also been fighting the police. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Right, and that's what you're trying to avoid. (laughs) You know, I'm oh, sorry.
3: No, oh, you're fine. I was. I do have something fun that I can end you guys with. Please. Yeah. Um. end fun. us with. I didn't discover this. Um. <laughs> Christian uh, discovered that last week. One of the teams in Wrexham's league is. You ready? Uh huh. Dorking Wanderers. Dorking. Dorking. Dorking Wanderers. Dorking Wanderer. <laughs>
1: I'd love to give them a good dorking.
3: As uh
0: God, what was the Johnny Johnny uh, dangerously um the old movie from the 80s. There's I was um, born in the 80s. Well, yes, I know I know. <laughs> yeah. it, t- Taylor's Taylor's fucking mule kicking and fist bumping right now. Um mule kicking. The guy he was it, dorking. It was the the movie the movie was PG. Oh and God. he never says Dying. fucking, he says barking. Like so it's uh, like yeah, these fucking people. This is fucking war, right? And like the like fucking bastards. It's, it's base. It's based kind of a gangster movie. So like they have like the spinning newspaper and bloop, and it's yeah. This is fucking yeah. war <laughs> across the front of it. So
1: that's funny. Dorking I mean, wanderers. That's anything that good.
0: sounds like the word fuck, I'm always a fan of. So yeah, dorking wanderers. So they're just wandering around the fort dorking things.
1: That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. I think Uh, I'll probably leave my shit there then. I I, I did have a final thought on the the Malaysian thing, or Indonesian thing, but forget it.
0: Excellent. (laughs) All good. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Next up is injury time. We're going to discuss the beers that we were drinking. We're going to check in on our adopted clubs. A little something fun about fantasy. Uh, There'll be a very interesting stat that I'm going to give you in my loss this week that was kind of funny uh, that you will very much appreciate. All right. And you can find that how, Mr. Graham.
1: Very easily, actually. Patreon.com backslash do you football show. Just spit a ton right at the camera, and I saw it fly out. That was nasty. <coughs> Excuse me. Patreon.com backslash do you football show. Uh, and sign up to our one five dollar tier. Excellent. Very good. And you'll get all the extra stuff.
0: Everybody that joined us live, thank you so much. It means a lot. Appreciate uh, it. Give a quick share to your friends. And uh, we'll uh, talk to you all next week. Good night.
2: Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland bred to be a fan of fucking Everton Punch you in the eye And drink your rye Sam Houston Sam
3: Houston?
2: Arsenal fans have another Sam Ray K.A. the fucking Gooner Graham of a lord but great in short. Sam Graham Sam Graham it's a fucking new button.